God warned us, and the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die. Genesis 2, 16 through 17. God knew what eating the fruit from that tree meant. You know, we, we warn our children, don't touch the stove or it will burn you. God knew we would get burned, so to speak, if we ate the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. He saw the pain, the suffering, and the grief in our future if we chose to eat that fruit. The first time in Scripture that God told humanity not to do something, He had our well-being in mind. You know, someone might wonder, as I have before, then why was the tree even there at all? Well, what was the point of the tree even being there then? And I think we have a hint in the name of the tree itself, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The tree gave the knowledge of what was truly good and right, but to know what is truly good, you also have to understand the other side of the coin, evil. I remember something that C.S. Lewis wrote that helped me with the idea of knowing good and evil. C.S. Lewis wrote this once, and he said this, But how had I got this idea of just and unjust, of what's good and what's wrong? A man does not call a line crooked unless he has some idea of a straight line. What was I comparing this universe with when I called it unjust? C.S. Lewis makes the point, we know this is a straight line, and we know this is a crooked line. We, we have some idea of then what is straight and what is crooked, what is right and what is wrong, because we know this is straight. We know the standard. Eating this fruit opened Adam and Eve's eyes to the massive difference between good and evil. They had lived in a state of innocence before eating the fruit. By eating the fruit, they disobeyed God. By eating the fruit, they opened the door to the horrors of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. By eating the fruit, they opened the door to sin. The consequences of touching a hot stove is that you get burned. I remember as a small child, one time, my mom had told me not to touch the stove. And as a small child, I remember that I was hot, but I remember thinking, well, how hot could it possibly be? And I remember putting my hand on top of the eye and I got burned. It was much hotter than I suppose my young mind thought it would be. But my mom had warned me, if you touch it, you will get burned. The consequences of eating the fruit of this tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, were that pain, suffering, and death entered the world. You can read about that in Genesis chapter 3, verse 16 through 19. This would be, this world would be a, a dismal, dark place if this is where the story ended. If all you had in the Bible was basically sin entered this world, sin uh, came into this world as a result of the choices of Adam and Eve, and as a result of that, the consequences of sin, pain, suffering, and death, and if that's where the story ended, what a sad, tragic place this world would be. But this is only the beginning of the story, if you will. What story unfolds throughout the rest of the Bible? 
Well, we receive a glimpse of it in Genesis 3, verse 15. The Lord God speaks to the devil, and he says, I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. The devil was the one who lured us into sin and its consequences, pain, suffering, and death. But someone would come who would crush him for what he did. Someone would be sent to deliver us from the slavery of our own sin. The crusher of the enslaver would come, and he would be victorious. In 1 Corinthians 15, Paul spends an entire chapter writing to the church at Corinth talking about the resurrection of Jesus Christ and what that means. And he ends that chapter by reminding Christians, you have victory over sin, you have victory over death, and you can essentially at the end stand over sin and taunt sin as a victor because through Jesus Christ you have the victory. And as the narrative of Scripture plays out, as you go from Genesis and you go all the way through the Old Testament and you go into the New Testament and through that, what we see is that Jesus is the one who delivers that crushing blow. So we think about a few takeaways from what we've talked about in this video, in this podcast, however you're listening listening or watching this. We think about some takeaways. The rest of the Bible tells how the, the combat, this war between the devil and the seed of woman in Genesis 3.15, which is Jesus Christ, it tells us how that plays out. The Bible is the ultimate good versus evil story. When you think about many movies and shows that happen today, there's the, always this, this good versus evil narrative. The Bible is the ultimate good versus evil narrative, the good versus evil story. Then also some things to think about. God created us, and we chose the side of evil. Adam and Eve chose to sin. They chose to disobey God. Can we begin to appreciate the depths of God's mercy for us when we realize that He has given us another chance to choose his side. I thank you for watching, and I thank you for listening to Centered on Christ. Centered on Christ is emailed as an article five days a week. Click the link in the description if you want to start receiving Centered on Christ to help with your daily Bible study.